Welcome to the Black Girl Burnout Podcast. Kelly here. Today, I want to start by asking you a question. What would your life be like if you had nothing to overcome? Now, this isn't my question. I didn't create this all on my own. This is a question a friend was asked when she joined up with like a program that really, she said, really helped reset her whole life and put her on a trajectory to joy and greatness. And she said she had this conversation where the person asked her that question. What would your life be like if you had nothing to overcome? As a therapist, I have asked that question different ways. I've asked people, what would your life be like if your greatest challenge or your greatest obstacle was removed? It's a powerful question because so much of our time is spent thinking about what's in the way what we have to get through or get over, that we rarely leave space to think about all the other parts of our life that are sitting there waiting for us to pay attention to. In today's episode, we're going to talk about how to opt out of the cycle of overcoming. So much of this podcast comes from the conversations I have with Black women whether it be my mother or a really good friend or random people I meet in the street. I'm learning every day more about the commonality we all have as Black women. There are many differences, but there are threads of commonality that we all have. And a lot of those commonalities come from this historical legacy that we've inherited, this historical set of lies that we internalize that teach us that struggle is our truth, that struggle is our legacy. I don't blame us for that because we didn't create it. I just believe in giving you the tools to lay that legacy, that lie down and pick up your true one of joy. When we think about it, I feel like the Black woman's cultural kind of lie centers around overcoming. I was talking to someone about how I love a good rom-com. I love how I love how we engage with rom-coms. I love the way they make me feel by the end. And there could be a whole thought piece and five episodes dedicated to the lies that mainstream rom-coms teach us. But ultimately, I love the fact that they usually leave you on a hopeful note. The characters have struggles that they have to overcome, but they're usually light and shallow, particularly mainstream white rom-coms. And then there is this whole subgenre of film around Black women and Black women's love stories. And almost all of them have much more trauma, much more pain. And oftentimes when you see a protagonist in a white film and a protagonist in a Black film, particularly when it comes to women, the happy ending always feels muted for Black folks. Did you know Black Girl Burnout has a YouTube channel now? We created this channel to give you even more bonus content, things you will not find on the podcast like Hey Girl Chats. This is where we build community through conversation with ordinary women like you and myself. It's informal, it's fun. We guarantee you're going to love it. Also on the channel will be affirmations dropped monthly, as well as guided meditations and all our guest interviews. So head over to YouTube and opt in by subscribing to our channel and catch all the new content. Black representation in media means everything to me. 
Black girl burnout wouldn't exist if I couldn't look to other Black women in this space that came before me for inspiration and education on how to create what I've created. Well, if you're looking for the next generation of influential Black voices, look no further than NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. In this collection, you're going to hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and how people have created world-shifting things out of struggle. I just listened to an episode with Tracy Ellis Ross, where it talked about how she's iconic and she's our favorite rich auntie. The episode was inspirational and educational and, of course, funny. It is important for us to hear ourselves and to understand the power of Black women and their voices and how much we can truly create. This new series by NPR centers the story of us in a way that hasn't traditionally been done. With Black stories, Black truths, you will hear a range of voices as nuanced and as varied as the Black experience itself. And it's also a reminder that our story should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. I don't know about you, but I have opted out of struggle when it comes to meal prepping and eating high quality food. With ButcherBox, you get incredible deals on premium cuts. Deals as good or hard to come by at the grocery store. I know for myself, I do not like having to plan out everything I eat and then also be concerned about the quality of what I'm eating. When it comes to ButcherBox, it means less trips to the grocery store for me. It means knowing immediately in my freezer what's available and feeling confident about what's in there. It's about the value that ButcherBox offers. I mean, where else can you get free protein for a whole year? With ButcherBox, you don't have to worry about what's for dinner. ButcherBox is offering our listeners their choice of a weeknight meal essential. Three pounds of chicken thighs, two pounds of ground beef, or one pound of premium steak tips for free in every order for a whole year. Plus, get $20 off your first order. Sign up today at butcherbox.com BGB and use code BGB to choose your free offer and get $20 off. When we tell our stories, they always end in either tragedy or it, it never feels fully satisfying to me sometimes. I will say there's been a shift in a movement now, and I think so many of our stories are getting centered about joy and true happiness. But I think about what I grew up on, which is the long-suffering Black woman character who gets beat down 77 times and gets back up 78. The Black woman whose joy is in the satisfaction that she overcame and the satisfaction that she's still here. And we celebrate her for surviving. And there was a place in a time where survival was the accomplishment. When we think about slavery in America, colonization across the globe, surviving was the goal. Surviving was the best you could do. And we always need to make room to celebrate that, particularly when we think about our ancestors. But what about today? We've created a culture where people are always overcoming. I think about how in social media, we have a narrative of how much we love it when Black women overcome a not-so-great man, overcome a challenge at a job. And 
I want to be clear that we do need to celebrate when people achieve and accomplish or let go of things that don't serve them. But we need to still be asking the question of what would it have looked like for them and for us if there wasn't something to overcome? It's important we ask that question because it the answer will shape our behavior. When we enter into the world thinking that we need to overcome, that life is a set of hurdles we need to jump over, we never think to choose the path that has no hurdles or struggles at all. We never know to opt out of it. We stay opt-in because that is the way it has always been. For me, I definitely lived in this space for a long time. I counted my accomplishments by what I overcame. Oh, I told this person where to go because they weren't the right partner for me. Look at me overcoming. Or they didn't treat me right. I deserve to be treated better. And so I overcame that. I have all my accomplishments because I have clawed through all the racism and sexism of my job. I made these people have to acknowledge that I am good at my work. I overcame this challenge. I was in a constant state of overcoming and patting myself on the back when I overcame and telling my friends and my friends would celebrate me for the same things as they should. But I never once asked myself, what would my life be like if I didn't have that challenge? What would I focus on instead if I wasn't trying to prove to my boss that I deserved a raise? If I wasn't trying to prove to a partner that they can't treat me like that? What would my life be like if my entire playlist wasn't songs about getting up when I was beat down or fighting for my life, for love, for my professional advancement? What would my life be like if I didn't have to overcome anything? It's when I started asking that question in myself. And to be fair, I didn't ask myself that question in that way, but I started thinking about what my life could be like when it wasn't centered on overcoming a challenge. Where might I want to put my energy? What would a life be like that focused on your dreams versus on your challenges? What would that look like? I started thinking about that. I started thinking about joy, what made me happy. And when I started to think about leaving overcoming behind, I gave time, energy, and attention to what brought me joy. I thought about my life as not a series of obstacles and challenges, but as a series of opportunities. Now, to be fair, focusing on dreams and joy doesn't mean that challenges, struggles, fights disappear. They don't. They're still there. But it gives you an opportunity to create and cultivate other areas of your life that ground you and center you when challenges happen. And it also gives you the belief system that this too shall pass, that challenges are a part of life, but they're not the only part. As Black women, we deserve to center 
joy. We deserve to spend our time thinking about what would my life look like without challenges? Maybe for you, that means you would spend more time doing the things you loved. You would connect with the people you care about more. You would take more risks that you thought might lead to bigger and greater moments and opportunities in your career. You would say no to things early on instead of going through them, feeling like that's the way it should always be. You might abandon struggle love, struggle professional development, struggle family relationships. You might leave that concept behind. I know for me, it didn't make my life perfect, but it certainly made it a lot more joyful. Now, I dream in the affirmative. I don't dream in the reaction to a challenge. I don't think, well, once I get this out of the way, now I can have the career I deserve. And once I get rid of all these bad partners, these people who are just no good, once I overcome this, once I put this person in their place, then I can have a joyful partnership or joyful friendships. I think about my life very differently. Instead, it's centered on this challenge is here. I need to address it. I need to deal with it. I need to make space to process it. But I'm going to get back to dreaming about my life in color, in positivity, instead of black and white. It's not easy to shift from this mentality, but it's so worth it. When you let go of the need to overcome and that whole cultural weight that comes with it, when you stop defining your strength by how many hurdles and challenges you overcame, you give yourself joy. Because what's left is all the goodness. You create a life for yourself that fully opts out of struggle. And you create a life for yourself that you feel you truly own. Oftentimes, we don't necessarily have control over what challenges show up. We do have control over how we face them and how we start our day, how we live our lives. That we have control over. So my homework assignment for you is to dream in the positive, dream in the affirmative, and start that by asking the question, what would your life be like if you didn't have to overcome anything? Or you could ask yourself this question, what would your life be like if your greatest challenge or your greatest obstacle was removed? Answer that question and then start doing the things you write down. Make a list, write five to 10 things down that would be different. Maybe your biggest struggle is a health issue or it's difficult being a parent. Write down the five things you would do if the challenges associated with parenting were gone or your health struggles will be gone. And then step two is really think about that list and do it anyway. If you say, if I didn't have parenting struggles, I would connect more with my kids. We'd have more fun. I would make more quality time for them. Do it anyway. Pretend that that challenge is gone. If it's your health and you say, I would exercise more or I would, you know, do more things that brought me joy, but I'm tired. I'd be more active. Start by going on a five minute walk. Do it anyway. 
do everything on that list anyway. Maybe you do it in small bite-sized pieces. You break down that, that statement into something smaller, but do it. You deserve to live your life as if you had no challenges, obstacles, or anything to overcome. And it's only in living your life that way that you are able to be free and be joyful. So that's it for today's episode. Here are a few ways where you can support this podcast. First things first, if you haven't, subscribe and follow the podcast. We're streaming on all major platforms. That's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, just to name a few. Subscribe and get each new episode as it drops. Secondly, subscribe to the newsletter. We have a monthly newsletter that is chock full of goodness and updates, as well as first access to all the giveaways we do here at Black Girl Burnout. Are you following us on our socials? If not, what are you waiting for? You can find us on Instagram and TikTok at Black Girl Burnout and on Twitter at BLK Girl Burnout. Last but not least, make our day and leave a review. Your five stars truly give me and the team so much energy and we appreciate you so much. Until we speak next, take care of yourself and take care of each other. Everything is up in flames, I said, oh, that I